Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Tribe Podcast. Today we are talking about control and who really has it. The crazy thing about control is that it's just an illusion. The world tells us that we have total control over everything from our calendar time and money to our kids and our marriage and our jobs, it lies to us and tells us that if we just keep hustling and if we work hard enough, everything will work out because it's all in our hands. Go to any library or bookstore and you'll find an entire self-help section of books literally put there to remind you that you can handle whatever life throws your way because it's all up to you. It's your grit your strength, your good works. But scripture tells us that we aren't in control. And the hidden beauty in knowing that is that we are so deeply loved and cared for by the one who is in control that we have nothing to worry about. Just that one thought is a huge relief for me. It should be a relief for all of us. The one that deeply loves and cares for us is in control. God is in control. And we can take a deep breath and rest in that truth. I remember when I first started believing this to be true. It was probably about 10 years ago. And honestly, over the last decade, God has brought many people and many different types of situations into my life. Some have been good and others not so good. But I believe that there is something to be learned in each season. And when you start putting the seasons together and you reflect on where you've been, you really start to get a clear picture of how God was orchestrating everything behind the scenes on your behalf. When we look back, we can see that we've never had the control that we thought we had. And honestly, we never will. It doesn't matter how hard we try. We were not created to control everything. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, sometimes giving up control is as simple as letting your spouse handle the finances, or maybe it's letting a friend pick the location and the time of the restaurant that you're meeting at. The bigger ways that we're called to give up control are with our schedule and the way that we choose to use the time that God has given us. We're also called to give up control of our finances. It's trusting that because God is the reason that we've been blessed with the money that we have, giving a tithe or a tenth of what we have back to him is what we're called to do. It's God's money and we're just temporary stewards of what he's entrusted to us. Proverbs 3 verse 9 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. When we recognize that we're not in control and we obey, God always provides because he's the one in control and he loves us unconditionally. When I think back to a time in my life when I didn't have control, and obviously there are many, I think of my grandma's final two weeks. And to paint a picture for y'all, it was the end of January 20. 
19, and she was taken to the hospital for what I would call a routine health problem. It was not abnormal for her to have episodes of finding it difficult to breathe and then ending up in the hospital, but we always visited her and just made sure she knew how loved she was. It didn't matter if she was staying for a day or if she ended up staying for a week. There were a lot of us who just really wanted to make sure she felt the love. You know, on this particular visit, there were a lot of us that visited and sat by her bedside. And in those first few days of her still being lucid, it was just like a regular visit. You know, it was, okay, grandma's in the hospital again, and we're just going to love on her and support her and make sure she knows she's not alone. I made her her favorite lemon pie, and I fed it to her while she laid in bed. And honestly, I think we all just thought, okay, grandma's recovering, and she's going to be back to her spunky, fun-loving self in no time. In fact, I know that that's what we all thought. Unfortunately, the disease that she suffered from was so far along that from the time she was admitted into the hospital, we only had about 10 days with her before she was gone. And... The saddest part was when the doctors informed us that the end was near because none of us were prepared for this. We kind of all sat together and we received the shock of the news. And in that moment, I realized we had no control. When the time came to call hospice, we had no control. When the priest came in and read her her last rites, we had no control. When she took her last breath, we had no control. But God, in his loving way, was orchestrating everything from the timing to the circumstances. He was in control. You know, in preparing for this episode, I've thought a lot about the things that we can control. We've got our words and our actions and the way that we choose to spend our time and how we make people feel. It was in this time and feeling like we had no control with my grandma that I realized what we did have control over was how we chose to spend our time in my grandma's final days. The only reason we left the hospital was to sleep. And then the next day we were right back by her bedside sharing stories and reading her scripture. I mean, no one in the family was going to work or to school. We were together And we were with grandma, just like she had always been there for us. It was in my grandma's final days, as I was sitting around, surrounded by friends and family, realizing how little control we have. And I remember just thinking, life really is such a precious gift. And we are here for just a minute. Our time on this earth is so short. And when it comes to loss and mourning, they are hard times. This side of eternity, we will never understand the whys of when and how the people that we love pass away. It's always going to feel like it's out of our control because it is. But the good news and the beauty in it is that this side of eternity, we all have one more step that we can take to be more like the men and the women that God wants us to be. We might not have ultimate control, but we are deeply loved and cared for by the one that does. 
And every day we have an opportunity to draw close to Jesus and to read God's word. We have the opportunity to mend broken relationships and to take steps to heal some of the wounds that we formed in different seasons of our life. We have the opportunity to share pictures and stories and keep the memories of those that have passed on alive. I have a really cool story about my cousin and my grandma. Before she passed away, my cousin Joe, who Joe has been very clearly called by God to share the gospel, and he does it often, both with people that he knows and he loves and with perfect strangers. It is such a gift, and I love hearing his stories. Joe felt convicted to ask my grandma where she stood with Jesus. He wanted to make sure that if something happened, that her home would be heaven. It was in the hospital and they were holding hands and he asked her if she was saved. And she told him all about her walk with Jesus. It's like she was ready and waiting for someone to ask her. My grandma said that she knew and loved Jesus as her Lord and Savior, and you can imagine the emotions that my cousin felt when he was talking to her. Hearing him share this story was a gift to our entire family. It holds weight because it shows us of the very little control that we do have. We have control over deciding what our walk with the Lord will look like. We get to choose to be in an intimate relationship with him, and we have the opportunity to lead other people to Jesus. In our daily conversations and the way that we treat people, we can lead them to the Lord. In our prayers and the way that we stand in the gap for our loved ones who do not yet know him, we can lead them to the Lord. Y'all don't miss this because I know there's somebody listening and that this is going to resonate with them. You don't have to be given the gift of being a pastor or a church employee. You don't need a ministry degree or the gift of public speaking. You don't need a set of credentials. You don't need to have a certain type of personality. Y'all, if you have breath in your lungs and eyes and a heart set on Jesus, you have everything that you need. We can spread the good news where we work and in our families. It starts in our homes with our children and our marriages. God has uniquely gifted all of us, and he has specifically planted us in the spaces that he wants us to be. And we have this beautiful opportunity of life and being forgiven for our sins because of the blood of Jesus on the cross. When the priest came in to read my grandma her last rites, He said, may he open to you the gates of paradise and welcome you in everlasting joy. I remember just thinking, what a way to leave this world. To know that God is waiting for you because you chose to live a life with Jesus and have him walk alongside you. You know, giving up control is something that most of us will always struggle with. We are never going to perfectly master what it looks like to be in the passenger seat. It doesn't all happen at once. Good things take time. We have to take baby steps towards the person that we want to be. And that happens each day with small decisions to trust and to follow God. It happens in the form of small groups and a tribe. It happens in time spent with God. Really diving into scripture and learning what it means to have a heart and to have eyes like Jesus. 
I hope that today's message reminds you that it's okay to not be in control. It's okay to take small steps towards giving up that control. Remember, you are deeply loved and cared for by the one who is in control, and I hope that brings you comfort today. I'm praying for y'all, and I'll see you next week.